0: The only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is to not become a saint. Leon Bloy Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and it's time again for our weekly Sundays with the Saints segment. This time, we're not going to be looking at a specific saint, but rather at some biographies, because as I've talked about before, if you're a lover of history, you have to be reading history. Well, these are some great papal biographies that cover some popes that were saints and some that weren't but that are good for everyone to read, especially if you're interested in history. Given the position that the Pope occupies, the history covered in these books tends to be more global in scope than just confined to one country or region, which gives us a broader view of world history. So all that said, here are five biographies of Popes that I would recommend to all fans of history, regardless of your religious beliefs or lack thereof. First up, we have Ten Popes Who Shook the World by Amon Duffy. As the name implies, this isn't a biography of one pope, but of the ten whom Duffy chose as the most notable over the 2,000-year history of the papacy. Now, it could be argued that he left some important ones off, but he makes a solid case for those that he did include, among them St. Peter at the very beginning, Pope Leo the Great, who stopped Attila the Hun from sacking Rome, Pope Paul III, who was a key figure during the Reformation, and Pope John Paul II, one of the key figures of the 20th century. Though it's only 160 pages, not a word is wasted. This book is easily the best overview of the papacy and some of its key players that you'll find anywhere. If you'd like a fuller treatment of the entire history of the papacy, check out Duffy's Saints and Sinners, A History of the Popes. Next up, we have Church of Spies, The Pope's Secret War Against Hitler by Mark Riebling. I did a podcast myself about the myth that Pope Pius XII was Hitler's Pope. And this book goes into much greater detail. It debunks not only the claim that Pius XII did nothing to save the Jews of Rome, but also that the Vatican did nothing to oppose the Nazis before and during World War II. None of those things are true. An important book, and it sets the historical record straight, which is what we always seek to do on this podcast. Now the next three are specific biographies about individual popes. And the first one is The Smiling Pope, The Life and Teaching of John Paul I by Raymond and Loretta Seebeck. This one's noteworthy for the fact that it exists at all. 43 years following the death of Pope John Paul I, after only 33 days as pope, there are almost no biographies of the man in print. I've only found two published in English. This is likely because his papacy was both shockingly brief and overshadowed by the length and impact of his successor's pontificate. This is a shame, because the man that the Italians call Papa Luciani lived a life worth knowing about long before he was elected pope. Next, we have Witness to Hope, the biography of Pope John Paul II by George Weigel. No matter what your religious persuasion or total lack thereof, if you study history, you cannot deny the impact Pope John Paul II had on the world in the 20th century. Though he himself dismissed such claims, he's widely seen as the catalyst for the fall of communism in Eastern Europe, a view that Weigel shares. But this biography is no mere hagiography, and Weigel deftly weaves John Paul's personal history as a pole under both Nazi and communist occupation with a fine history of the time itself. We get the politics of the era as well, something that John Paul had to navigate as he led the 2,000-year-old church into the 21st century. Knowing John Paul II and his time as Pope is critical for us today. Finally, we have the most recent biography of the most recent Pope. Pope Francis, Life and Revolution by Elisabetta Piquet. When I saw that Ms. Piquet was a longtime friend of Pope Francis from the time when he was simply Jorge Bergoglio, I had reservations about this book concerned that it might be more hagiography than biography. After reading it, however, I needn't have worried. She may be a friend, but she's also the Vatican correspondent for the Argentine newspaper, La Nacion, and she does not let personal feelings get in the way of solid reporting. The best thing about this book is that in addition to learning a lot about who Pope Francis is, we learn a great deal about the history, politics, and culture of Argentina over the past 60 years. Something that I personally knew almost nothing about when I started the book. I highly recommend it. So that's five books to add to your reading list. All of them are great. You'll enjoy all of them. And you'll come away knowing a lot more about history when you're done. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.